It's one of those songs that just lifts your mood, right? It doesn't matter what kind of day you are happy, you are having rather. Hearing the song by Pharrell certainly uh, will put a smile on your face. Professor Talita Khreling, uh, she is a wellness economist from the University of Johannesburg's School of Economics. Professor Khreling, good morning to you. Good morning, Kathy. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. I think I've Good. asked you this question before, but I'm going to do it again just for the benefit of our listeners. How do you measure happiness? I mean, it's such a elusive concept. We know we feel it, but is it what, what are the kind of markers, it, it, at least from a scientific perspective, that you would be looking at? Right. If we speak about happiness, there's quite a few concepts around happiness. So you've got the psychological idea about happiness, and that will be something, if you have to measure it, it's the size of your smile. But we are economists, so we're looking at something that we call life satisfaction. So more the question will be, how satisfied are you with your life in general? Mm. So that measure is a little bit different to the normal psychological idea of happiness. How satisfied are we with our lives? Well, um, I think if you go around South Africa today, there are many people who um, would not be satisfied with the current state of their lives. It's true, but you will be surprised how well South Africans adapt to the new normal. Mm. So even though the happiness levels or the life satisfaction levels did decrease, um, we are almost back to what we call to the new normal, so the long-run mean. Um, in other words, it might be lower than 2019, but not as low as we expected. So the South Africans are really very adaptable, and we can see even though there are unhappy moments, um, the, the, in general, the well-being under circumstances, are, they are really resilient, doing really well mm. on... Um, the point of fighting back in times that's actually against them at the moment. What are the kind of questions that you ask people when you're conducting these surveys that look into happiness? Um, we are we don't do, use surveys at all. Mm-hmm. We are actually do quite um, new and no, novel methods. So we use big data with Twitter, but. Let's, for example, say we did use a survey. The question would be, how do you feel about life in general? So, um, and if you ask such a question, it's a subjective idea of how do you feel, Mm. but there's also some emotion involved. So there's also some effect, um, which you pick up. If if you ask a person, how do you feel about life? On the one hand, they will think about it, so Mm. it's cognitive, and on the other hand, it's the mood, the emotion that they feel. So we look at both of them and definitely at the emotion of South Africans at the moment. We do feel that um, it's negative, but there's a few reasons for that. We had the student um, protest during the week. We had King Goodwill Solitini's death. So that definitely dampens the mood in the country. It's interesting because you use social media as the gauge and you've, you've mentioned Twitter in particular. Often Twitter is criticized as being not a fair reflection of the sentiment in terms of the majority of South Africans, uh, also because it doesn't have the majority of South Africans who are subscribed to it and who are using it. Um, that is sometimes an argument that I get, but it's actually not true at all. There are about 11 million South Africans that tweet, which is the biggest sample that you will ever get. And a survey survey, your maximum number of surveys or 
people that answer the survey is around about 27,000 at the moment in South Africa. And we get on average 60,000 tweets per day. So it is an enormous sample, maybe not demographically representative because it will mostly be between the ages of 16 and 65. But if you look at any survey, that is actually the ages that's covered. Normally from 18 to 65 is your normal survey. And if we look at the geographical areas, you get tweets from all over South Africa. So mm-hmm. even in your smallest rural areas, you will get people that will tweet. And, and what the, about this idea that uh, a lot of the views that um, would be expressed on social media represent um, overwhelmingly the views of a certain class in the country? Well, we have done so many validation robustness checks, mm-hmm. and even if it might be biased to one side, you will definitely pick up a normal trend. So you will pick up the feelings, the movement in your moods. It's really reflected very, or what we find, it's a very robust measure. Mm-hmm. What are the things that make South Africans happy? And what are the things that contribute to their low levels of happiness? South Africans is very passionate about life. So the things that make them happy will be, for example, Miss Patrice being the new, um, what is it, of the soccer. I can't remember the. Dr. Professor Hrele? Oh, it seems like we've lost uh, Professor Hrailing there. And of course, they've been conducting these surveys for the last couple of years, measuring the happiness sentiment in South Africa. And like she said, what they're seeing right now is that in general, South Africans have actually been doing much better than we were before in terms of our levels of happiness that uh, we have kind of adapted to the COVID-19, the restrictions. And even though there was a drop in those levels, they certainly are picking up again. Professor Hreling, I believe we've got you back on the line. You were just telling us about what makes South Africans happy and what steals uh, that joy. What we normally find is anything a sports event will normally lift the happiness. Uh, often television shows and any often some experiences like if they, somebody will um, go climbing but, but sport events. So South Africa is a sport-loving nation? For sure, for sure. So if there's cricket and we win the cricket, you will see mm. that the happiness increased. The same with soccer. We had during the week quite a few soccer games and it also looked really good. What about politics? Politics, you will find during elections, it will reflect in the happiness index. Um, but normally, it won't be in your normal conversations. So basically, um, let's say some of the developments that we're seeing out of the Zonda Commission of Inquiry, and oftentimes you go on to Twitter, you'll find that as a trending topic. But it's not enough to actually get us really upset. We just comment on it, but it's not affecting our mood. For sure, there will be comments on the Zonda Commission as well. You will find comments and it will affect the um, happiness index. But I won't say it's always the main trending topics that we find on Twitter. Mm, mm, mm. So basically then there's a much broader mix of issues that South Africans care about, if I'm hearing you correctly. That is true. As I say, that if we look at your tweets, it's not always just 
your leaders or your journalists, it's the general public. Mm-hmm. And to the general public, sometimes other things are more important. For example, what happens in the soccer or the soccer league. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the fact that the United Nations decided to adopt uh, tomorrow, that is the 20th, as International Day of Happiness. Was your, uh, if I can put it, the research that you do connected to happiness, was it as a result of, of that decision as well? Well, for sure, because it's the United Nations that decided to get a more correct measure of well-being. Mm-hmm. And that is why this whole idea of the World Happiness Report um, was adopted. So the whole idea of a happiness day comes from the UN and to have a more correct mesh of well-being. What do so you do is, with these figures? Well, it's, do we use the figures? It's an economic measure, so I can measure gross domestic product. Mm. So this is a measure of well-being, which includes income, but it also includes other factors such as um, health and education, social relationships, which is a much better measure of well-being than only income. Are are we benchmarking ourselves against any other countries or the rest of the world? Yes, we do actually measure happiness for most countries in the world. And if we compare to other countries, we find that we are lower than most. The average happiness levels are around about 7 South Africa will be around by 6.3. Okay, that's not too bad, though. Yes, it. it, it I, I would say it's good mm-hmm. because you will find, but it is not in the lowest regions that we sometimes see. Okay, all right. Thank you so much for coming on to the show, Professor Talita Khreling, who is a wellness economist from the University of Johannesburg's School of Economics. I mean, can you imagine that, right? Uh, you've got economists that are working every day looking at what you and I are posting on social media and, you know, doing the calculations and determining from that how happy we as South Africans are.